Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and... Oh my god! He has broken Once again, JR has returned for a little cameo. Kyle, uh-huh. what's your favorite wrestling move Ooh, of all time? Um, oh, and I, I, think it's, I think it's called... Well, okay, I believe it's called the Shooting Star Press. But I, uh, when I learned, when I first saw it, it was it was the Seven Year Itch. Okay. <laughs> in the in the corner, the term right. where the turnbuckle is, there uh, the opponent has been knocked down. Right. Uh, the wrestler climbs up on the turnbuckle with his back to the ring, right. and does a full flip in the air. Yes, lands belly to belly with yes. the other Shooting Star Press. It is really hard to pull off. And when it is, the audience usually goes berserk. So, okay, watch. This is our wrestling knowledge, for those yes. of you who didn't know. Yes. Brock Lesnar almost killed himself one time <laughs> doing a shooting star press in a match. Brock Lesnar? Did, he, that, that man's like 400 pounds. It was when he was younger in the uh, WWF, WWE. Yeah. No, yeah. he, and you can go YouTube it. He, no, he, he literally almost landed on his head. Wow. Yeah, and it, it's a hard shockingly didn't die on impact. Yeah. And it's crazy of what the wrestler was that because he was in Raven's flock and he was that was oh wow Perry right? Saturn wasn't no, Perry Saturn wasn't Perry Saturn I like Perry Saturn but it wasn't Perry Saturn because he always had the submission move but no it was a uh, he would always like he'd always wearing like a, a a tank top and he'd always be scratching himself really thin dark haired dude oh yeah I and think he would do the seven that's the seven year itch that's what that was the itch thing he would always oh, be yeah. scratching I can't remember what his name was but he was a really he was a really really talented wrestler and never really got the, the anybody knows that we'll have to yeah, get that yeah please. Uh, the, you can find us on Discord. You can find yeah. us on all the social media stuff. You can go to the lounge. Patreon and tell us. Bring, yeah, talk about it wherever you want. Okay, yeah. so my favorite wrestling move, even though I mean I I love all like the the good finishers that oh, are sure. you know that take skill and also are believable. Not the people's elbow. No, that's a little even the, <laughs> even the rock bottom is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like whatever. Anyway, no, it actually goes all the way to Paul Orndorff because Paul Orndorff was one of the one of the great purveyors of the pile driver. And obviously the pile driver now they don't do anymore because it's ridiculously dangerous. Yeah. But he used to deliver them. I mean, he used to do them to Hulk Hogan and just and it was insane. And I always remember it's one of my childhood memories when I first got into wrestling that I was like, hey, I'm I'm a kid, but I know you shouldn't do that to someone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like his neck no, should not be doing that no no nobody should be dropped on their head like that's not good but anyway yeah. paul Wondorf, mr wonderful mr wonderful okay like, wrestling moves where am i going with this yeah. uh well it, we're gonna have a real slobber knocker here oh. in uh, 94 <laughs> of the incredible hulk from uh 2008 uh directed by mr louis leterrier uh because it's almost like they've hit the hulk's music and now he's running down the ramp to start the match i see your sports analogy and i raise you wrestling analogy oh we're oh we're totally now michael buffer get michael buffer in there let's right. get ready to rumble yeah, yeah it's gonna be great. copyright um yeah. oh yeah yeah and so and like we were talking about we talked a little bit about this in minute 93 and and the same things happened in 94 they're cutting back and forth between them and i cannot tell them apart like yeah it's very they are, tough. yeah i mean i say at, at least the the lighting in wrestling is really good, so you can tell what kind of trunks they're wearing. Can I give you a hint? Yeah. Look for the pinhead. <laughs> 
look for the pin. But when they're running, you're seeing just like their massive muscled shoulders and they're green and they're both barefoot and they're like one's wearing pants and one isn't. That's it. Really interesting. So no, I mean, maybe this is part of the character design, the head, the spikes. Yeah. But wow, just amazing that they didn't go like, tan like beige yes, right? right like something yes, else right just any other color than like green and off green i mean like it's sort of like one is forest green and one is olive green like i don't know this is where i don't I, this is where i need to break out my crayon box and, and get in there because i mean pea green i don't know what I, but he really is a shade of green like they oh, put yeah. out the figure of him and he was tan right but i was like yeah he ain't tan like no, and, that, and that was and that was a toy company getting it better than yes and, and of course having to do their work some of the art direction right yeah. yeah now interesting we've talked about this we hinted at this at the previous minute mm-hmm. we're, we're in a street in quote-unquote harlem yeah. right harlem. we have the apollo theater sure. we're going back and forth they're running yep. and as they're coming together and running there's something that you can't not notice mm-hmm. on the street about two doors down from the Apollo Theater is a place with a hugely, I mean, it looks like it could belong in Times Square, right, New York City. It is well illuminated. Oh, it's well illuminated. I mean, like animated lighting and everything, right? It's a thing called Zanzibar. Yeah. And I said to myself, when I watched this, as you, I'm sure, did too, Zanzibar. Huh. That's yeah. that's really specific. It looks like it has a sign that says, and again, not only as we've known, my ears don't always hear everything. My <laughs> eyes don't always every, always see everything correctly because I thought it said the girls never shop. <laughs> and I well, thought, well, that's I see weird. Thinking, well, that must be like a cool record store or a like, beauty salon yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. And I went and Googled it and it's not. Ladies, ladies, ladies. It's an infamous strip joint in Toronto. What the heck? (laughs) And it's not the girls never shop. It's the girls never stop. Yeah. What is the deal with this? It's the deja vu of Toronto, apparently. But okay, isn't that amazing? Like I tried to find like the story of how, why did they leave this in this? Was it just because, oh, we don't want to take it? Because it's it's a very intricate marquee. Like, I get all that. But what's what's also funny is when you look at this and you look at pictures of the street, the actual street, the record shop that's right next to it, that's mm-hmm. a real record shop. That's legit from Toronto. Right. What the heck? <laughs> I, I probably said, hey, we want to redress your, your, your place and put up a new signage. And they went, no. I mean, how random is that? Hey, it's good advertising because here we are, you know, almost ten years later, and we're and we're talking about Club Zanzibar. And if you're in Toronto, and maybe I should I should also say maybe you should not Google Zanzibar. Okay, but I tell you, okay, so for those of you who are on the internet and bored, uh, read right now, which is everyone. <laughs> read the Yelp reviews for Club Zanzibar. Because, oh, ooh, that is a good time. <laughs> it is so. There's some great stories for those writers out there who are like, I want to set a story at a strip club. Oh, well, you've got plenty of story fire just by reading the reviews. I'm telling you, it is a good time for those of you who are of that inclination. But in the meantime, uh, it turns out that Hulk and Abomination have the same power, which is they can jump in slow-mo. Oh, yeah. No motion. No, this uh, is a f- full-on head-to-head matrix. Right. Everything. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 Neo and Agent Smith leaping to me the other. And apparently, Abomination 
jumped first because he hits the Hulk with a spear. Oh my god, oh, totally. My god, he's broken in half. So uh, the spear is a, is a, actually a, a pretty famous wrestling move that Brock Lesnar used, and uh, uh, Goldberg is always the one that I, I know. And so well, it's Goldberg like, Goldberg uses Roman used Reigns to, uses yep. uh, Edge, but Edge I would say Edge is the great purveyor of of the spear. Of the spear, yeah, yeah. The spear is basically like it. I, I was well, first person I ever saw do was Goldberg. Goldberg was a former. Um, football player and right. so it like starts out in, in sort of the low football position and then basically you drive your shoulder into the lower like the the stomach area of right. the person you hit them really hard and so it almost buckles them in half and then it knocks them to the ground you're and trying so that, to knock the air out of them yeah at the same time hurt them yep. and get them on the ground so, that, so that's essentially what Abomination does here is he hits him with a spear. And so he, and so, so hard that not only <laughs> does uh, he go, but when they impact, uh, it's so powerful that it blows out the neon on the, <laughs> the Apollo side. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why it's there. Game, right. This is a power move right here. Cause not only does he hit him with the spear, but then he Abomination rolls him yeah. on the ground. And then when he gets there, he pops him up and then flings the Hulk like through a flaming bus and then skips him like a stone down the street. Okay. Legit. That was pretty awesome. That was, that was great on every level fight choreography effects, motion capture. Like it's so clear what he does that Bravo. You know what? And and okay, no spoilers moving ahead because the CG takes a dip in the next minute. Yeah. But up for this entire minute, it mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. I mean, it's they did a really wonderful job of lighting this where okay, you've got shadows because it's a nighttime scene, so you're sure. hiding some of our errors and stuff, but it's wonderful. Like I didn't I found nothing in this to be not believable if you yeah. were gonna believe this was well, happening. Yeah, two giant gamma radiated guys fighting right. the Harlem. Exactly. Sure. Once you can buy that, you can buy the rest of it too. Right. Uh, and I even like uh, you know did almost not frame by frame, but like play pause, play pause because that's how, how sophisticated we are here at Marvel. Sure. Movie. Uh, and like it, you can, it's very clear every piece of that move that he does and throws in there. It's very calculated uh, and it's great. And so so much so that we've never seen the Hulk uh, get his ass handed to him like this before. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's oh everything from the moment he gets speared to the roll yeah. and the slide and the picking himself up. Right, he's, he's like, well, I've, I've been, I've been shot and stabbed, and you know, I had helicopters fall on me, but like, whoa, because yeah, when he it ends up, he's, uh, you know, it, his health bar has dropped to about half, and you can actually see it in his exactly. face, yeah, when you slow it down, he's kind of like he's doing the whole like, yeah. like shaking yeah. his head, like, what just run up and be like, are you all right to continue? Now, we have to talk about two things. One thing I'm going to be very angry about. The mm -hmm. second thing I was almost angry about, oh. and I'm going to take back. Okay. First thing is through yeah. this whole time that the Hulk is careening through the street. You know what we see a ton of? More people. <laughs> yeah, they're still there. Like still in their cars. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like that boggles my mind. And, and there's no, there's not enough cars for the number of people you're seeing run around. Well, okay. So here, the, the, as, as we're as we're apologizing and getting our no prizes, uh, a show with the Apollo just got out. Uh, oh. you know, there there was there was a uh, uh, I'm trying to think who, I'm trying to think who was hot in 2008. I was gonna I was here here. This is gonna everybody who's my age is gonna be like yeah sure, and everybody's gonna be like oh, shut up old man. I was about to say maybe a Bell Biv DeVoe show just. Got oh out. my god! 
Good for you. You know <laughs> what? No, good for you. Uh, reunion. WWO reunion. Maybe it was, you know, maybe it was that uh, new edition reunion. Maybe well, got, that's better. Know. That's better than a show with the Zanzadar getting out. That's true. That's true. Be a lot of dudes like covering their faces as they that's, run away. That's not. That's not what I. Okay. You. You may have. You fixed that. So now I can't. Right. I don't know right. if I can say. Okay. Right. So Hulk gets. He's flattened. Yeah. He's getting up. Yep. We then see a shot of him. Right from a side. And he's in front of a place called an African hair braiding company. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw this, I was like, now somebody had to make that again, Toronto. Uh-huh. And I was thinking to myself, well, and okay, I, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not trying to be a big, I'm not trying to present myself here as an expert on all cultures, but I'm like, what did somebody just say Harlem? There's, there's gotta be an African hair braiding company there. Right? Like that's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well then, uh, and of course I wanted to do my due diligence. There are many African hair braiding companies in Toronto. Really? I I mean, let's give let me give a shout out to a few of them. Iros African Braiding, the Diva African Hair Braiding Salon, the okay. MBM Hair Braids and Beauty Salon. Nice. Thanks, Yelp. But yeah. uh, but okay, you're in Toronto. I gotta say, fine establishments. Totally legit. And I only say this because okay, I know most of our metropolitan area here. I don't think I've ever seen that. And of course there are there, you know, they're just Phoenix is a big place. We understand that. No. And for a moment there, I kind of went like, Oh, are you guys like just trying to assume, or, you know, you did your research weird. No, that's, that's just as much Toronto as it is. Harlem as it is to Phoenix as is to any metropolitan area. Kudos. That's awesome. We've all learned something today. (laughs) And yes. you're about to learn something too, because oh, uh, I, so abomination uh, it stands on the records. But okay, now I gotta say, uh, we we've taken some shots at the abominations uh, design, and we will do more. Uh, but I really love this shot. Yes, of abomination yes. standing in the burning wreckage of a bus, and he puts his weird multi-toed clawed foot on the thing and the metal buckles it's awesome it's so such a power move it's such a, it's a great great shot they did you, they did a hell of a job on that do you know what makes it better what if you pan your eye to the lower left corner of the screen mm-hmm. there's one of those little tykes like toddler cars <laughs> you know the little red ones with the yellow canopy what? and it's just sitting there and i think that's amazing <laughs> it's like it's like eight o'clock at night who had right? that kid out in a little tyke <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. No, why is that there? Come on, Harlow. I love that it's there. No, this uh, is a beautiful. This is a beautiful shot. We've talked yeah. about the composition of certain shots in this movie. This one, the flames, the effects. Like you said, yeah. that little at- attention to detail. Like his foot comes down and it curls. Yeah. Not only do you see it pressed down, yeah. it's like it curls down. Oh, this is no. It's incredibly well done. Yeah, yeah. He gets puts his Ninja Turtle foot up there and yes, because uh, that's really cool. And so then the Hulk uh, looks over and sees a cop car. And he gets an idea. And it's not a Public Enemy song. Oh, no. It's something else. Uh, so where does he get this idea? I'm going to tell you where he got this idea. He got this idea from his video game. Because there's a video game from oh, 2005 man. called Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. And every video gamer nerd from that time, all of a sudden, their the hackles on their the back of the neck went up. Because 
oh, that was such an amazing game. Uh, it is the best Hulk game that has ever been put out on any console, even up to now. And the nice thing about it, it was a pure video game. It was not trying to tie into a movie or to a comic book or anything else. It was allowed to do exactly what they wanted to do. It was... Okay, so for those of you who are loving the Spider-Man game that just came out from Insomniac, this was the Spider-Man game of its time. Oh, okay. Because it, it took the character and did what everybody wanted to do, which is let you loose. So imagine you're playing your, your Grand Theft Auto kind of game, but you're playing it as the Hulk. You can climb up the buildings. You can pick up things. You can throw them. You can do this. And this is in 2005. This is PlayStation 2 times. And so one of the things you could do is you could run over to a car, grab it, rip it in half, bang it on the ground, and make two giant metal fists, and you would have more, you could do more damage with that. This move he's about to do comes right out of this game. Oh. So this this has come from, from Radical Entertainment. Um, let's see, the their Bruce Banner was Neil McDonough. So Neil McDonough was uh, the voice of Bruce Banner from the 1996 animated series, but he would later go on to be Dum Dum Dugan in Captain America, the first Avenger. Um. And also this was the first time that Fred Tadascore was Hulk. And as we know, he is the voice of Hulk in this movie too. He helps do some of the, the voices there. So he has, this was, that was the first time he ever got to do it. Sadly, radical entertainment is not around anymore. They, uh, they did a great game called prototype. Uh, which took a lot of the stuff they learned from Hulk. Uh, then they they uh, it did pretty well. They did Prototype Two. It did not do very well, and that was it for them. But those developers, I hope they all found great jobs because that game was amazing, uh, and everything they did was great. So Hulk Ultimate Destruction. I wish I could say go out and rent it now, but you can't because it came out PS2 and it never was remade or, or revised or anything like that. But if you look at if you look at some of the other games that were out at 2005 and look at the YouTube clips, that game was legitimately awesome. And if, if you're playing the Marvel movie and drinking game, yes, that's right. I said legit again. <laughs> Wait, we've never talked about this. You know what else? <laughs> I just did it. You know, uh, wrestling references. That's another thing you take. Well, a no. Or if you take a drink every time Rob does a. <laughs> <laughs> you're smashed. I mean, you're <laughs> done. Trust me. I edit these. I know. I hear you. I'm working on it. Yeah, so. I'm trying you to stop my ums. I'm sorry. You, You've got you blew my mind. Hopefully, it's just uh, it's just background noise to you by this point. Okay, blow my mind about that's where the reference yeah. is. Yeah, that. that's where it came from. And but they, now they they full on acknowledge it too. I also demand that Rockstar put a Hulk in Grand Theft Auto, right? Because wow, I'm saying that at time of recording, there's a a new Avengers game coming out where you can play as the Hulk. But I can tell you, it's not going to be as cool as that. The no. the sheer thrill of being the Hulk in a Grand Theft Auto kind of world and running up the side of a building and then ripping the antenna off that building and then throwing it at a helicopter stacking you. Man, it, it, oh, that's, in 2005, nothing was better. That's amazing. Yeah. So, and also so, they, had ton, they had tons of like unlockables. I could go on about this game. But no, I won't. He's but, got, um. so he's got, he's got police so he's car got, gloves. Yes. Yeah, so he's got police car uh, metal fists. Uh, and so uh, the abomination uh, sees like, hey, Hulk's up to something. So I'm about to use my power move, which is running at things. <laughs> so the Hulk does a big symbols. He does a big symbols right. with the with the, yeah, with the right? police car gloves. Uh, so he's then... like, ah, uh, so I got police in one hand and car in the other. No, wait, I'll do that again. Uh, let's see. I've got this one. Uh, this one's serve and this one's protect. Oh, my. Yeah, that's better. I like that better. 
No, how about <laughs> this one's engine? This one's trunk. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to my two friends. Um, so and then what happens? My, uh, well, we, we hear that. Okay. The, so shout out to sound design because they make a great metallic ting as yeah. Hulk just blams it and, and hits Abomination with a right cross. Blam! So much so that it ends the minute. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Boom. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He punched the fourth wall, and that's where it stops. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's where minute ninety four comes to an end, and and so the 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 battle is on, and so Hulk's now got an advantage, and he's actually taken the fight to the abomination for the first time. So ooh, he's got him on the ropes. We'll see what's let's see if he can keep up his momentum in minute ninety five. In the meantime, if you're looking for uh, places to put your money, <laughs> I don't know. I was. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what's the, I'm like, what's the clumsiest way I could transition? To not Zanzadar, yeah. <laughs> not the Apollo, <laughs> not in any of those things. There is a place. It's called Patreon. Or oh, that's a oh, that was such no, a no, no, no horrible. No. We're keeping it, but just go to Patreon. <laughs> give us your money. Help us out. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Are we actually doing that? Or you want to do? Like oh no, that's one? total. Oh, that's it. Done. Okay. Oh wait, what's the what's the what's the address? Oh, <laughs> that's right. You can just go to the next slash Patreon. We love our Patreons, and, and we we apologize that you have. Even though if you're supporting us and you're getting this early, you still have to hear these commercials. We're sorry, but we appreciate it, and thank but you. We, but we because we appreciate you guys, and yay. So uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back here for minute ninety five. Ooh, we're getting really close now. So we hope you have a special good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.